You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Isfear. So I'm not going to bore you with all the quarantine. I'm desperate. I'm bored. I'm by myself. I'm lonely. I'm single details because, you know, they're actually real shit in the world. And I don't want to dismiss those. But I'm so excited because despite being deported back to Switzerland, my guest doesn't know that, but I actually work in the US and was deported back to Europe for this quarantine. I have the (gasps) pleasure. Yeah, I know. I know. I have the pleasure of welcoming Diamond Jack from Love is Blind. And, you know, it's the perfect time to have a guest like her because during this quarantine, we are single. We are basically living the real life pods at this point. So hello, Diamond. I'm so glad we made this work finally. Hi, me too. <laughs> I'm so excited as well. We had so many technical difficulties. Oh like, my gosh. Everyone having their fucking Zoom happy hours is ruining my podcast at this point. I need people <laughs> who are not professionals using these softwares to stop doing happy hours, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like it was my dad's 60th birthday today and we did not do a Zoom happy hour. Oh, so your dad is happy birthday. Thank you so much. Okay, I am not actually, I wasn't actually deported, but kind of. What happened? So I'm not, so I live in the US, I work in the US, but I have better health insurance here in Switzerland and I live alone in America. And so, you know, because we weren't sure if I was going to be stuck there, if I was going to be able to see my dad for his 60th, it was my, some of my family got infected. It was just a shit show. And my family so was just sorry. like, yeah, thank you. It's, it's it's all good now. But they were just like, we would feel safer if you were here under our health care and things because um, shit in America is going, it's coming crazy, especially in L.A. Yeah, it's, it's horrible as of right now. But, you know, I feel like one thing about this whole, um, you know, experience that we're experiencing right now, I feel like I learned a lot. I learned to not take everything, to not take anything for granted, honestly. A hundred percent. At first I was such a fucking spoiled brat. I, by the way, I am the impersonation of white girl problem. So I was like, what am I going to do? I don't have a hairdresser. I'm going to end up a fucking hairy gorilla during this quarantine. And, you know, after experiencing all of that, I was like, you know what? I'm good. Like, I don't know. It just put everything into perspective and the white girl problem slowly disappeared. That's good. I'm glad that you're able to see the real real issue of it no yes I definitely see I definitely see the real issue but you know I it kind of obviously people are really really suffering right now and there's so many people that are actually dealing with a lot of health issues people that I know personally but sometimes you know when you're when you find yourself stuck in your house and not able to do anything sometimes it's just good to have a good rant you know we're allowed to complain we're not allowed to feel sorry for ourselves but we're allowed to complain sometimes yeah, no, I've been complaining too. And I try to keep humbling myself and tell myself that, hey, other people have bigger problems. You know, like I know some people that, that actually as well who actually passed away. So that's like the scary part of it. It's like, wow, like this is really happening and people are really out here sick and dying from this, you know, this disease. There's a lot out here as well, especially in Switzerland, which is right next to Italy because I'm from a little Ooh. village in Switzerland, which is... Sounds glamorous, but it's not. It fucking sucks. <laughs> well, see, I'm a city girl, so I'm used to noise. I'm used to cars, lights, all that, all night trains. And so I would love to be <laughs> to, to switch places with you. 
No, I know what you mean. For me, I came back to Switzerland and I was like, shit is just the same. I don't feel any difference now than I do when we're not in quarantine. Oh, really? It's just empty. It's just empty. <laughs> and quiet. Oh, empty, quiet. People go to the supermarket. People, you know, cook from scratch. And it's just... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The only thing that's different is like there's no shops, like, you know, closed stores and stuff. But I don't come to Switzerland to shop. You know, you shop in America. So... It's, yeah, you know, it hasn't made that much of a difference yeah. for me. How have you been coping? Are you quarantined alone? Are you quarantined with family? No, I'm quarantined alone with my dog. And I mean, my mom and I will talk on FaceTime or, you know, here and there. But more, more likely I'm quarantined by myself, trying to figure out some things, get some business stuff done. Like I'm really, from this whole thing, I'm like, I do not want to work for anybody else ever in my life again. <laughs> like right. I only want to work for myself. So now I'm about to start my own business. I've been, um, what have I been doing? I've been trying, oh, I was starting my own little YouTube channel. I've been trying to cook, because you know I'm vegan, I don't know if you know. And so I'm trying to show, some of my fans are asking like, oh, do a YouTube channel, I wanna learn more about vegan and how to cook meals. So I'm about to start my own little YouTube channel of cooking meals and how to incorporate it into your everyday life. Even if I know some people are like, here's the thing, like being vegan is so hard because I don't know what to buy, I don't know what to get or what to look for. So that's what my YouTube channel is gonna show. Um, my fans as well as the world. Are you, the, I, I love people who are just, you know, making shit happen for themselves during this quarantine. Cause I've been the opposite. I've been lazy and boring and stupid. Um, I like, really? that's hard I, to believe. yeah, no, no, no. I promise <laughs> you I've like lost work. You know, I, I, I went the opposite way. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take this time to relax. Cause I've never actually relaxed in my life before. Oh, and wow. so, you know, everyone's been doing like fitness routines and stuff. And yeah, yeah and I've made l jokes about people doing their fitness on Instagram and stuff purely because <laughs> I just took this time to not do any of that shit at all because I'm someone who usually does too much. Yeah, I feel like people are doing it only because out of, once we get out of this quarantine, we will we do not want to be fat. Like half the world, I mean, it's going to be summer, hopefully. It'll be summer by then. So we're going to be wanting our summer bodies. And right now it's hard to have your summer body when you're just eating all day because you're in the house. And half the time you don't even be hungry. It's just knowing the fact that, oh, I have some cookies in there. I just want to eat it. A hundred percent. And let me tell you, I've, I've bumped into a couple of people here in Switzerland. And let me tell you something. The grooming situation is looking grim. I see some. <laughs> Grace popping out. I see some, you know, <laughs> unplucked eyebrows. I see some yeah. lashes falling apart. <laughs> I'm, it, it's kind of funny. It's kind of cool. Like we're all in this together. I feel like we're all going through this together. We are. I'm going through it. Uh, my nails haven't been done, but and then it's there's nail polish in here, and I'm just like, hey, if I want to paint my nails, I have time <laughs> to paint my nails. So I'll just paint them. A hundred percent. Doesn't look professional. A hundred percent. I've reinvented myself in a professional waxer. So I've like bought the hard wax. I've done the whole shebang. I've even done my bikini myself. Let me tell you. What? For real? I, I, well, I, so here's the thing. Okay. Let me preface this. I'm not the hairiest person in the world. So it's not like I had a big job to execute, but you know, I, I did the thing. I was proud of myself. I feel like I'm very self-sufficient now. That's awesome. I looked at some YouTube channels too, like how to do my makeup and how to do my hair, like cool little fun styles while I'm like, you know, trying to figure out things in life since I had all the time. So we are definitely in this together. Literally, but you know, all, all in good humor. You know, I like to shame people for their grays, but you know what? My roots are looking grim, my friend. Uh, <laughs> 
a dark roots because I dye my hair blonde because I'm a faux blonde because I want to literally represent white girl problems in the human form. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good to know. Well, um, welcome. I was going to say congratulations on your YouTube channel. You have to send me all the links so I can promote for you because I want to. Oh, thank you. It's really hard producing your own shit yourself. So this is the perfect time for you to do it. Yes, yes. And I'm going to take advantage of this time now to do it. Well, good on you. You're a much, much better person than I am. <laughs> I I am obviously here to talk to you about Love is Blind. It was such an interesting show for me because I talk about reality TV all the time and I've never in my life seen a show quite like this one. You know, I've seen The Bachelor. It's getting thirstier every year, you know, with people who are basically on that show to be famous. And I really feel like when watching the show, I was, you know, looking at people who really actually wanted to find someone to get married. Yeah. Yeah. We were um, a good experiment because half of us did not know it was going to get this big and get so much, you know, good positive feedback from the world. So we all trying to understand and like, you know, we were living regular lives. Like everybody was living regular lives. None of us was really into the fame um, necessarily and now it's just like blew up overnight so yeah. we're all new to it and trying to understand and cope with it and just go and use it <laughs> for whatever we can use it for and you can even tell especially looking at the guys none of them ha- were like camera savvy they don't they don't really know how to behave how to speak on camera you could tell that they hadn't really like branded themselves for after mm-hmm. the show like it was very organic which i was very yes. surprised by so obviously you guys were all approached to be on the show and so when you find out about a show like this one what is it exactly that convinces you because personally and i and i speak just on my behalf if someone told me you have to come on this show you are going to speak to people you're not going to see them and at the end you must marry them well you know you don't have to marry them but the experiment is you actually the goal is for you to fall in love and marry someone i would have mm-hmm. been like hell no i just i just want to know what kind of sold you when you were pitched the idea that's a good question um yeah you know at first i was like a little hesitant you know i talked to my family about it and they was like what what type of show is this are you really going to get married like without ever seeing this person or really knowing this person but i love the fact that the the production company itself and you know um love is blind they explained it very thoroughly and they explained like you know you don't have to get married at the end of the day but the good thing about it is that you, these are we're all authentic we all want to find love you know you don't have to see the person from the outside which i felt like i struggled a lot with in my dating life i feel like people like they judge you from the outside if you're cute enough or you know they they start liking you or want to date you or sleep with you based off your looks, not necessarily getting to know you for who you are. Yeah. And I love that yeah. the whole idea of love is blind is to really just get to know the person for who they truly are. And um, yeah, fall in love that way versus seeing them. So that's why I decided to do it because I thought it was something different. And I'm sure it was out of the box. It was crazy. I feel like it all described me. So, <laughs> and then I was like, out of all the people they, you know, they picked me. So clearly, this must be, you know, meant to be. It was meant for me to be on this show. Right. And when you said you struggled with dating, you know, based on looks, is it because you were dating people for their looks and not actually finding the right match for you? Or do you feel like, you know, people were judging you based on your looks? 
I feel like more people are judging me based off my looks, but I can't say that I'm a saint. I'm pretty sure, I, you know, I judge people based off their look too. If you didn't fit a certain criteria of a certain height or something, you know, I used to always like, oh no, you know, I will, I don't find myself attracted to that person. So um, I do know my what I am attracted to, which is more like taller guys, um, built, muscular built guys i don't know <laughs> yeah, no i'm 100 percent shallow i fucked myself over i'm 31 now i fucked myself over my whole entire life i should be married by now and i'm not because i'm <laughs> so fucking shallow yeah see i can agree with that i'm not all the way shallow now i feel like now i'm starting to give more people a chance versus how it was when i was in my younger days my younger days i definitely would say i was more shallow yeah, same. Now I try to be more, you know, accepting of people's faults in my eyes. Yeah, um, I mean, because our time is running out. <laughs> so now I feel like we got to be like, okay, let's, you know, figure it out. Yeah, now you I'm know. like, I must be doing something fucking wrong. That's the problem. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel. Like, I'm clearly doing something wrong. I'm not getting it. Like, everybody else getting it. So I have a, a kind of a, a weird question, but that's something that I was curious about. Because despite you guys not knowing what you know, everyone was going to look like. It was a pretty hot past. Like everyone was good looking. I thought everyone. I was, was so happy about that. <laughs> Did they say, you know, it might be someone who's actually blind or who who has a disability. Did they say anything about that, or did no, you completely? They did not know? say anything about anything. No, nope. everything was authentic. So you walked in. Those are questions you could definitely ask. Like the sky was the limit. They didn't limit you from answering any questions that you want to ask. So um, when I walked in there, I didn't ask. I didn't think about somebody having a disability or look a certain. But I would. I, honestly, I feel like I was more so nervous to ask somebody that versus when we were like the girls and I when we were in the pods, not in the pods, but we were in our rooms in our own quarters, and we were to discussing amongst each each other. We spoke about that, like what if they had a disability, or what if this, or what if that? Because we was just like, how these guys are this perfect? Like that we were all like connecting in some type of way you know not all yeah. 15 guys some of them i connected with as friends and some connected with on more of a rom romance but at the end of the day it was like wow it seemed like every guy would had was a good catch that's the yeah. crazy part and i'm not <laughs> so trying to say like, it must be something wrong <laughs> i'm not trying to say that you know a disability is a fault but you know sometimes a disability can affect your future relationship and how you're going to lead your life and those are things that are kind of necessary to know when you go into dating someone, you know, if you're a professional dancer and your partner is, for example, blind, you have to be okay with your partner never being able to actually see you at a performance or something like that. So, you know, it was kind of interesting to me to know if, you know, anything was said about that or if you guys were just completely in the dark. We were completely in the dark. We didn't know anything about yeah, and I don't think any of that had like crossed our mind, at least not mine, at least. I don't know if any other else might have asked that question or, you know, was curious about that. Um, but yeah, I definitely did. That didn't cross my mind. But, you know, I totally understand where you're coming from. Well, I would have never asked that question. But, you know, now that I've seen the show and that, and that I've overanalyzed the show. At uh -huh. this point, I'm like, well, you guys were all hot, so there's nothing to worry about. But, you know, I was like, what if, you know, it makes you yeah. think, what if? And yeah, no, whole, that's a good question. Yeah, exactly. You know, I know you've spoken about this quite a bit, but just for my listeners, you know, a quick little description. A lot of people are finding it hard to believe that you guys were actually falling in love in such a short amount of time and after two dates or three dates or God knows. 
And so I just want to know a little bit of an insider about the logistics and how it actually went down, because obviously everything has been cut down for episodes to be easily digestible by the, by the viewers. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely say I wasn't in love in like the first two, three days. Um, I was definitely willing and opening up to that person. Um, and I think that's the good thing about actually all of us. We all was willing to find someone like we knew what we were getting into. We knew that we can possibly find love or we knew that we couldn't. Um, a lot of us, I think, was more surprised that we actually found someone that we really were connected to. I know the producers, um, they matched us up like with a person like they they once they did all the interviews and everything, they try to match people up based off their personality, personality traits and like what we have in common. So I feel like they put more people on a show that were more compatible. Therefore, it can be a lot smoother, a lot easier for us to actually fall in love or really like this person because we have so many of similar interests or, you know, personality traits are like, wow, like we're the same person, but I'm just a male, you're a female. So I felt like they did really, really, 100% really good with, you know, combining that and putting that all together for us. And but so no, I didn't fall in love. How many hours? Like how many dates? It took a while um, for me per se because I'm not the person that opens up right away. And I told the producers that like um, I have to really get to know the person. And as I found myself like really making a connection with Carlton, I was like, wow, like this is like I was falling more every day and every hour I talked to him. I was really enjoying our conversation. I was thinking about that person more. I was like, wow, I only want to date with him. Like I have to have a date because we were just have really good energy and good personality and it was fun it wasn't nothing that i felt like oh i'm so tired of going all these dates with so many guys like i don't find myself liking any of them no i was really like wow like i'm enjoying this i'm loving this like this is awesome you know i was more yeah. of a positive person um and willing to put myself into fall in love and then when i felt the other person did too i think it makes it a lot easier for you to let go um, and open your heart out more because you're feeling that from the other person, like they're doing the same thing. And so it felt like we're in, we're in this together. Yeah. Your guard was down because you both had the same goal. Yeah, exactly. Obviously you said your guard was down and everyone was there to find love. But do you think that that situation obviously encouraged you to say, I love you because it was the goal of the show? Because, you know, I've been in situations where, for example, I'll meet a guy and I'm long distance because I travel a lot and I speak to this guy every single day for a month, deep, long conversations, and I'm still not in love. So like, for me, I still find it hard to believe that you can just fall in love, especially without seeing the person. So do you think that the show encouraged this situation to happen and it made people just say it quicker than they would have in normal life? And also, do you think maybe it was more infatuation than it was actually love? Um, no, I don't. I feel like the show allowed you to be yourself and do whatever you want to do. There was people that's on the show that actually a lot of us didn't see because they didn't fall in love. They didn't make a connection with someone. So oh, they were, then they, you know, they had to leave. And I mean, it, it makes sense because if you're not connecting with someone, there's no reason to continue to, you know, push something that, you know, that you're not feeling or you're not really liking. So the people that were falling in love and really making those connections, I feel like it was more authentic. It wasn't forced because of the show. And, um, I, and I, it's so funny because now it's like two years later and they're still together, you know? So I feel like you can't fall in love. Some people fall in love within like 24 hours, you know, it's like 
first time they saw that person, they knew that was that person. I mean, that's how it was when I, my grandparents were growing up. Like, they fell in love quickly and got married at a young age. And half of our grandparents and stuff are still together. That's that's, that's what I call it. But I feel like now we have so many distractions as millennials that it prevents us to even open up and fall in love with, to that person. That's a really good answer. So you're saying that actually this is the right way and being so, you know, cautious and skeptical is actually potentially not the right way. I feel like this, this new, sorry, this new generation, um, we have a lot of distractions versus uh, our old, you know, not old, I'm sorry, but our grandparents and, you know, the older community. Um, I feel like they didn't have as many distractions as us. And they knew that, you know, Hey, you know, I want to get married. I mean, I want to get married too, even living in the new millennials uh, era, but I just feel like it was just, it's just more distractions to stop us. We have, we have social media, we have, yeah. um, we, we play a lot of things into it. Like, Oh, if this person has this, or this person has that, their network, if they're popular, if they're cute, if they work out. And we have a list of things that I feel like our grandparents did not. I feel like our grandparents was more so, if this is a good person, period. Like, that was it. It wasn't yeah. like we have, this person has to be this status, works this job, has to be a CEO, you know. It's just like, you know, we have more things to put into it um, versus our grandparents and how they did. I think they more so was just like, if our family get along and so be it, and they do, we can move on and get married. <laughs> That's that's so funny because I'm kind of like personally, I'm kind of split when it comes to that because now that I hear you speak, it makes me think like, oh my gosh, I was in a relationship with someone who after eight months still didn't tell me he loved me. And that felt really off to me because I, I, I'm kind of like you. I feel like if you know that someone's your person, you know quicker. And I do believe in that. And at the same time, I'm still like very millennial and I'm like, oh my gosh, does he like what I do? Does he like, like there's all these questions and it's kind of hard yeah. to know where I fit in the dating world. It's like, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing it as well. You know, I have to deal with that as well. If there, more of us are now more scared of just getting hurt um, versus, you know, back in the day, I feel like now we're, we're more so like, you know, scared to put ourselves out there, scared to get hurt. Even if they do fall in love with you and love you, they're just scared to say it first. Now I feel like back in the day saying that you're in love with somebody was just, it was natural. It's like, hey, I fell in love with you. I love you. Let's let's do this together. And I feel like now it's like, okay, I'm more hesitant to say it because I don't know if that person will say it back. I don't know if that person would judge me. You know, like we start overthinking a lot of stuff now than what yeah. they did, I feel, in the past. Yeah, I feel like back in the day you had butterflies and that's it. I love you. And now it's like there's all these like different codes that go into dating and there's so many different steps and it's just, it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and uh, and I feel like that's why a lot of the, the risk of you know divorce is really high now, and it's just it's just a lot. It's just a big mess dating, and I I experience it experience it every day almost. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a bit because I have very specific questions. I, as you can tell, I'm very curious. And I also got listener questions <laughs> and everyone is very, very curious about you. Elaine and I recapped the show together and uh-huh. we were trying to say who I was on Love is Vine and who she was on Love is Vine. And she was like, you're a diamond. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I know. She was like, you're a I diamond. Can, <laughs> can you see it? Why? I can see it. I can see it. Because you're outspoken, you're curious. That's how I am. Like I'm outspoken. I ask questions. I don't care if you like it or if you don't like it. It's honestly, I, most of the time I'm not here to offend you, but if some people can take my questions 
as if like, oh, I'm attacking or I'm trying to offend you, but I'm not. Sometimes it's just getting clarity. And I felt like that's how you are. Like you're a full, you're forward, which is how I am. When I want something done, I get it done. Um, and I go after it. I know you say you had to communicate a couple of times just to get me on the show. So you don't one hundred percent. And that's how I am. I do not give up easy. If I want something, I go after it and I go get it. One hundred percent. When I saw the blow up with Carlton, I was like, I would have reacted in the exact same way and i know that some people gave you shit for it they gave him shit for it whatever it was a it was a it was a fight like obviously people are going to take sides and feel a certain type of way about it but when yeah. you guys had this argument i was that's when elaine was like you're a diamond i'm really this is exactly how i would have dealt with it before we get to that blow up i'm very curious i have so many specific <laughs> questions when uh-huh. the actual proposal happened you know of you guys deciding i love you i want to get married was there a side of you that kind of felt skeptical and secretly were thinking, well, it's fine. If I'm disappointed in real life, I can always shut it down. Or did you really think in the pods, like, this is it, this is going to be it for me? I was definitely skeptical. Um, I will be lying if I said I was, I think we all were skeptical because okay. at the end of the day, we were, we didn't know how this other person looked. We didn't know if this other person for the same way afterwards. Like these are questions I asked. My producers, I'm like, I'm so happy that you know I'm I'm engaged. Wow, like that's unbelievable. But there's something always in the back of my mind asking me, like, I hope this person is still the same person how they are in the pods versus the real world. We wasn't put in the real world yet, you know, like yeah, outside of cameras, meeting our, our families. Like I was hoping and praying, like the same person that I am talking to in the pods will be the same person outside the pods. And I remember to say that I don't even know if it was shown on TV, but I did say that to him. Like I hope and pray you are this person that I'm falling in love with, you know, in the real world. And that was in the back of my mind because I was very nervous that you know when we get there, like some people act different outside of being on TV or and outside. They did. Of, and they did. Being in the pods, I it showed me early on. And I'm kind of happy it did. Yeah, they did versus act differently. Yeah, versus being married or, you know, getting to further air parts in, in that show. And eventually, do, and I always tell this too, if somebody is like acting a certain way for whatever, eventually it's always going to come out to light. And I remember telling them that too. No matter what, secrets, whatever, like it's going to always come out. Like people always want to keep stuff hidden or scared or don't want to say nothing because they don't know how the other person is going to react. But at the end of the day, it's going to always come out. Like, you can hide it as long as you can, but eventually the truth will set you free and will come out. And did any of the guys ask the girls, like, did you get any plastic surgery? <laughs> they never asked me that. But uh, <laughs> I never got anybody asked me if I, I can't try to read anything. No, because no. well, you can't because you can't ask about what they look like, obviously. But I was just curious. I mean, you try to, yeah, yeah, I mean, sometimes we'll ask like, a certain question, like, oh, do you have dark hair? Or, you know, you try to ask certain little things, but you try to more likely you're trying to stay away from that because you want to be surprised when you see the person. And I was very surprised when I saw Carlton. Like I painted a totally different person in my head. Although he did already tell me he had a beard and um, he had a bald head. So I had already knew like, oh, okay. What had, you pictured? What, what, what had you pictured different in your head? I don't know. I thought of a, like a really like muscular guy, like a big, like a, um, like the height was perfect because I'm like, okay, I, ta- I thought of a tall guy and he is tall, but I also thought of like a really like big built guy. Just like, just like how his voice was so deep. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I just, I'll picture like a really big guy and, you know, handsome and, 
like just just every like like your dream guy like i really just picture him as like my dream guy of how i always picture my dad and then when you saw him were you like oh cute but like not as good as what i expected <laughs> um it's, it's funny you say that when i first saw him i was like okay i know his his outfit was you know was loud i was like oh wow you know like this song i've never uh dated a guy who like dressed like really loud or like into his like clothes like that so i thought that was pretty awesome um because i was like oh that's different you know most likely the guys i dated i always had to dress them so i was like okay he has fashion you know and then um I didn't personally to say like, oh, this is not the guy that I go for. I'll try to stay away from that because, you know, due to the show, they say, you know, you fall in love with someone, it shouldn't matter how they look on the outside. It's a, it's a matter what's on the inside. So I try to not to even like say, oh, this or that or feel this way. You know, I try to stay away from that part. I was just like, okay, let's, you know, let's see right. where this goes. You know, I fell in love with you. I am your fiance. Had you had met him at a bar or something, he's not the guy that you would have naturally gravitated towards. More likely, no. Yeah. No, I, I, I see. It, it's bound to happen. You know, you're, you're there to find out about someone's personality. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, when, when, when yeah. the doors open, you weren't like, wow, this is the guy that I would have like been obsessed with at a bar and like stalked him or something. Oh, no, I don't do that anyway. <laughs> I do. Um, Are you stalking guys at the bars? No, 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 no. But you know, when you go out at a bar, there's always a guy that you're like looking at. Yeah, that's really attractive. Like, come talk to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. No, it w- I probably wouldn't. Um, probably not. Not with uh, Carlton. In the pods, was there more stuff happening? And by that, I mean like, I I, I want to call it phone sex, but it wasn't over the phone. But like, did any of that shit happen at all? I'm pretty sure it did. Even on <laughs> camera? Even on camera? Probably, yeah. I mean, some girls, I mean, and guys didn't care. Um, but I don't think, like, nobody, like, you know, played with themselves on camera. <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure people talked about sex and talk about, you know, sexual things and got to that point. I did not, however, but I'm pretty sure other people have. So the, the discussion of sex never came up for you. It was just all emotions and sharing and lovely and rainbow. No, I mean, we talked about, um, we didn't talk about like deep, like sex and what we like and pleasure and none of that. No, but we did speak about, you know, getting married and fall in love, having kids, um, dislikes and likes, stuff like that. We didn't really go deep into like, oh, you know, like sex talk on the phone. No. I didn't, but I'm pretty sure other people did. You're not going to tell me who. If I was an asshole, I would ask. I don't even know because, I, you know, I was in the pause, but I know there was people trying to talk about sex. So, I mean, you could probably imagine who was doing it too. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah. You know what? And we're not going to lie here. What is the one thing that kind of made you fall for him? Because, you know, you're talking to a lot of people. I'm sure they're all very nice at first. And then you're kind of starting to see similarities with other people. And is there one specific thing that drew you to him as a person and was like, wow, this person would be really great for me? Yeah. Um, one thing that drew me to Carlson, how such a gentleman he was, he was very respect- respectful. He was sweet. He was caring. He was kind. He, you know, talked about, I know his, um, we had a similarity that both our father passed away at a young age. Um, and I know he also was telling me that, you know, his dad was a pastor. He was telling me so many good things. I was like, wow. Like, so I knew that he grew up in the church, you know, so we could definitely connect there. Um, cause I know I still could attend church, but, um, I wouldn't say like, I'm 
I'm a deacon or anything. <laughs> like, but I'm just saying, like, I have faith. So I'm glad that he has faith as well. Um, certain things that we talk about, like bringing up our upbringing and bringing up our children. If we were, you know, to have kids, how many kids we want, business minded, like. It was so many things that drawn me to Carlton, but I think the number one thing was that he was such a gentleman and very respectful of my needs. Like he would make sure I was okay, asking how I'm doing, what I do today. It was just, it was more personal than it was just, you know, oh, hey, you're in a pod, what's up? You know, like it was right. more into. There was a lot of depth to him that you could connect with. It really was. And our person, and it didn't to be fun. Like it didn't, it didn't feel like it was forced. Right. That's another thing. It was a lot of fun in the pods with him. Obviously, you know, you had the blow up with Carlton. It's hard not to talk about this because that is the most memorable moment of the show for me. All the, yeah. the, the because to me, it was the one big lie of the show, which we'll get into. But someone from the LGBTQ community actually asked me to ask you: Had he told you in the pods that he was bisexual, would you have? you know, carried on seeing him? Um, yeah, because um, I've actually a lot of people have asked me that question. And honestly, it's to say, like, I really do not know. Um, I haven't yet, I didn't get the opportunity to make that decision. Um, I, like I said, I made a connection with Carlton. I would have preferred for him to tell me early on so that I could make that decision. I am a heterosexual woman, and no, I do not know that much about bisexual men. Um, never been with a bisexual man either. But at the same time, I am, I was curious to know more questions. So I would definitely have asked those questions, even in the pause. I feel like it would have been the same thing. If he would have told me in a pause that he was bisexual, I would probably would have had some questions. Like one of the questions really is, do how do I know that you still want to date a woman? Do you still only want to be with a woman or do you feel like, hey, one day I want to go date a man? And I think that's a, a really good question to ask because in the show, he says, quote, that there's something about a woman that he loves that a man does not bring. And that's why he wants to be with a woman. He said that women are nourishing, um, nurturing, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> women are nurturing. Yeah. And there's something about a woman that he doesn't get from a man. So that is why he wants a wife. Period. That's what he said. Oh, right. I yeah. If he that. had asked so, you that, if he had told you in the pods and if, had you been made aware of that in the pods, you probably would have wanted to stay with him. Who knows? Exactly. But see, I didn't hear that. That was said to the audience. That wasn't said to me. So that's why I asked that question. And then here's the crazy thing is that he says that he only, you know, in the show, on the show that he said he only wants to be with a woman. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now it seems like he is saying that he wants to go on the show again and want to date men and women. You get what I'm saying? So now I'm confused. I'm confused a heterosexual woman now because you just told on a show that you only want a wife. You only want to be with a woman woman who's nurturing but yet after the show two years later you want to get back on another show or you want to date again and you're saying that you want to date men and women so then it makes me feel like that question when i asked you and he kind of got offended about it it makes me feel like why that's a legit question you said that you only want to be a woman but yet now you're saying that you want to date men and women so what, yeah like, to me it kind of saying? seems like a lie it seems like he said that because that was a situation where men were supposed to date women and women were supposed to date men but then the narrative changed as soon as there's an opportunity to go and date both men and women yeah and it's all on like the tmz and everything that like he want to do men and women he loves fluid now i'm just like that confuses me now because just a minute ago, I mean, just on a show, you just said that you only want to be with a woman. And then when I asked that question, you got offended, got pissed. And then now, two years later, you're saying that you would do both. So 
that my question stands as a legitimate good question and it shouldn't have been attacked honestly yeah I really didn't like the attack I really was and it and, you know the blow up it wasn't so much the blow up because although it is unacceptable the way that he dealt with it and insulted you it was more the fact that you were almost called homophobic which to me was a completely the complete wrong term. Yes, you were ignorant. So am I. So are loads of people that are not in the LGBTQ community, have never been with anyone bisexual. But homophobic is 100% the wrong term to use. Yeah, it is a wrong term. And I don't even feel like how, I don't even feel us being ignorant, honestly. Like, I don't really don't feel like just asking questions means that you're like, you know, like to be called even that. Like, I feel like that question when I asked, like I just told you, was a legit question because yeah, say you only want to be a woman, then now, now you're saying you want to do, be with both men and women. So, which one is it? Like, that's that. That's what's confusing me, and that's not an ignorant question, honestly, because you're saying no. this and get you're doing something else. No, that is not an ignorant question. It's a it's a question from someone who it's someone who's curious and wants to know. So it's essentially trying to make you yourself not ignorant, and exactly. and he deprived you from th that information, which could have actually helped build a relationship. I was very very upset about it. Do you think that Jessica was out of order? Um, I wouldn't have done um exactly everything what Jessica had did on the show, but I do feel like Jessica learned her that and i feel like she knows like hey you know you know maybe i should have looked at it a different way but you got to also remember like jessica once was in love with that man as well yeah she both were in love with him it only the sad thing is that he didn't pick her so i feel her feelings didn't just leave overnight you know i feel like she still had feelings for him and was making sure he was like just picking the right person like before you know it got to that point even though he made up his mind and he said it loud and clear you know, happy. I feel like she should have been like, you know, okay, well, he's happy. Let me just, you know, yeah, let them be happy. I but kind of felt for her because you know, a lot, of people, a lot of people talk shit about her saying she was horrible. She tried to, yeah, what she did was a little clumsy and it was, you know, there was a lot of lack of thought there. But at the yeah. same time, if you really fall in love with someone, exactly, you don't give up. You want, you want to know. Going. Yeah, yeah, making sure. But at the same time, I think the 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 bad part is is that she was still engaged to someone else who was putting so much love he was putting just as much uh you know effort and attention to jessica as jessica was trying to do with barnett so it, it just shows that those feelings just don't go away like that the feelings didn't go away for mark when she you know didn't pick him at first and then he was like she came back and then he was just like perfect you know like i want to fight for you and i felt like she felt that way too for barnett i want to fight for barnett yeah she should yeah. have been more upfront towards mark but her going yeah. out with Barnett, even though he was engaged, was out of order. But to be honest with you, I might have done the same thing just to make sure that the person that I had yeah. fallen in love with, you know, was 100% sure. I would have wanted to know. Yeah. And another thing is, is the crazy part is that Barnett actually told her that he wanted to propose to her. So I feel like she heard that it was set in her mind. People don't just say they want to propose to you and then renege the next day. You know, yes. <laughs> it was more so, so. So she was just so confused. Like yesterday, you just told me you want to propose to me. That set her heart to like, wow. And then she left, you know, thought she was done with Mark. Yeah. And then when he said that, hey, you know, never mind. I want to, I'm actually thinking about something else. I really feel it was other, it was something else. And Mark wasn't oblivious to like, and Mark had to know that she really liked him and she knew that he knew that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
He wasn't. It's he was not that he did on. not know. She was a bit led on by Barnett, who was like, I'm going to propose to you. And then he and was it, led on, too. Yeah. But he knew that she, uh, he had, she had feelings for that man, you know? It was scenes yeah. that, you know, that he even said, like, uh, I know Jessica Barnett is making connection and really liking each other. Like, yeah, he knew that. That's the trick when you date multiple people. It is. Bound to happen. <laughs> date one person. <laughs> right. But he said at the beginning, you know, Marcus said at the beginning, like, that was the first person that he fell in love with. Like, he was like, that was it. Jessica was the number one girl. Yeah. And I feel like he should have, I think he should have gotten on other people before just falling in love with Jessica and that being it. You know, I feel like he should have opened up and started talking to other women or seeing whoever else that he can connect with. Justin, just I mean, because Jessica was doing it too. And that's the part of the show. The show didn't say, oh, you just only put well, the first person you talk to and you really have good connection with them. Just only be with them. You if you might have made connection with other people and still really like them. Everybody brought something different. You'd be like, wow, I really liked him. But wait, I do like him too because he's so funny. Or wait, but you know, you kept going back and forth to yeah. Hey, both of them are awesome men. Like they're both amazing. They both make me laugh. It's just hard to pick. And same thing with Barnett. It was hard for him to pick out of all three women. It was just they all had brought something that he loved about each and every one of them. He just it was so hard to pick which one. Right. That he really wanted to be with. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like anyone on the show wasn't portrayed fairly, including yourself, based on your experience knowing these people and knowing yourself? I do feel bad for both Jessica and Mark's situation. I would definitely say that because, you know, I actually was one of the cool people cool with Jessica on the show. Mm-hmm. And um, we used to talk all the time, even like on and off <laughs> the set. And even to this day, I talked to her today. Um, and she's really a sweet person. Um, I know people are like hate her. I love hate her. how she went about. Oh, I'm glad you do. Other other press people that I talk about her, they'd be like, ugh. Like, you know, they get so upset. And I'm just like, but you guys don't personally know, all of us, you guys don't personally know every single one of us. You just go by what the show is showed. And I feel like people are just confused and like, okay, this, this, we are still human. We all do make mistakes. I don't, like I said, I don't agree with what Jessica did, a way of, of about um, how she went about it. However, as a person knowing her on the show, I think she is a really good person and she's really sweet. Like, she's a good friend. She checks on people. She loves her dog. Yes, she does. She's so (laughs) cute. I felt (laughs) her. To be honest, I love to bitch about reality TV. My passion is to go watch reality TV and judge every person on the fucking show. And I like Jessica because, you know, I don't condone like the cheating and the leading on and all that stuff. But she yeah. was put in a tricky situation that she's she never was. gone through before. None of you guys. Exactly. None before. of us. And when you fall in love with someone and they get engaged so quickly, I understand that they may have been a part of her that is like, well, if I feel so strongly about this guy, there's a p- possibility that he may have made a mistake, especially because yeah. he said that he wanted to marry me. So yeah. I would have... Exactly. Like if you hear someone to tell you that you want to marry you, like those are big words. Like (laughs) that's hard to sleep on, you know? Exactly. The next day is just like, what did I do to make you not want to be with me no more? I feel like she was trying to get to the bottom of it. Like what, where did this lead to? Like how did this just happen? There was yesterday to today. A hesitation between two women. So, you know, when meeting all of them in person, she was like, well, did he make a mistake? You know, and I understand aspect. Was she clumsy in other aspects? Yes. yes but like, I agree. come on, all the journalists bitching about her. Are you fucking joking? Have you all done better than her? 
I don't think so. I right. think he's been probably more of an asshole than her it, in other situations. I know, right? Or if, if they're not already still being an asshole to whoever they're with now, but <laughs> exactly. That's I a whole nother story. Fucking joking. About. All of you guys yeah. in your dating apps telling telling me you're all gonna be saints. Give me a break. I don't believe it. Yeah. So I like yeah, Jessica. But I do understand. I do like Jessica too as a person. But like I said, I don't agree with everything that she did on the show. Um, but at the, beginning, at the end of the day, people always would judge you um, until they're actually put in that situation. So my thing is like, let them have been put in that situation. Let's really see what they would have done. And so, you know, I've heard a, a bunch of interviews uh, of you because I did my research, obviously. Oh, wow. Okay. Which interviews did you listen to? I watched the ET online where you're awkwardly oh, standing God. next to Carlton. That oh, was like, why did they interview you guys together? You're not a fucking couple. That was a, a faux pas uh, in my book. I think because it was, that's literally was the day of the reunion. Like we had just made up. He, you know, apologized, got on one knee. So I felt like everybody was like, oh, okay, they're fine. Woo. You know, they could be in the same room. <laughs> I feel like it was one of those type of moments. We are both strong-minded people. He say something, I'm going to say something. He going to say, like, it's like that between us. So um, I feel like they just, they just didn't expect that. Right. And I, their eyes were just as big. When we were going back and forth, like, the PR agents were running, like, cut it now. Like, get them off. It was so funny. I didn't expect that either, but I'm like, okay, but if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, then I'm gonna give it back to you. Like it's literally like that, like how we were doing it. And it was oh, it's sad that that did happen, but I think they expected us to be like best friends after that, like cool and able to talk and not have that problem. Well, you guys experienced kind of a traumatic thing on TV. It's kind oh, of insensitive. God. I'm a hundred percent just bitching about ET at this point. But like, I don't care because, you know, at least put someone in between you or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I, 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 like I said, like he had apologized, got on one knee, like all that was just just happened. So then we had an interview afterwards. So I don't think they thought like, oh, we was going to have that clash. Like it was unexpected, honestly, with, <laughs> even with me. It was unexpected. You are still struggling with dating. Even though you've learned a lot about yourself, you still find it hard to find the right person. Yes, and I do. You know, you're kind of cynical. I'm sure you're kind of cynical about the whole thing at this point, And you're kind of disillusioned. Is love the problem? Are men the problem? What is making you feel that way? Like, have you asked yourself the question? What do you think is the problem? You know, I've thought about this so many times, even just growing up, even like my past relationships, I'm like, well, I'm the problem. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, I know what I want and I know how I should be treated. And if I give guys three strikes, honestly, and I feel three is a lot. Some people be like, wow, that's a lot of strikes. But no, if I don't like something about you and I'm to approach it in the past, I even used to approach it. I did like strike one, strike two, strike three, I'm done. But now I'm actually more open to communicate and say, hey, you did something I didn't like. You know, I'm able to open up and talk to you about it. And if you can't see my viewpoint and understand where I'm coming from, then that just shows the type of person you are because I don't want to ever feel like I can't talk or feel like myself or, you know, if something's bothering me, I can't approach it to you because you're not going to understand or you don't want to hear it. Like, I can't deal with nobody like that at all. And yeah. so <laughs> I feel like that's one of the things, um, like I said, a lot of, we have a lot of distraction nowadays. Men, I feel like men think they can date women, as many women as they want to now. I feel like that's too much because I'm not going to be considered the other woman or you're not going to cheat on me. So that's, not, that's another thing. Um, it's a lot of things. And not just with men, I think with myself, but I learn it. I'm learning as I'm going. If there's something that my partner does not like, if he doesn't like something or he tells me, I try to 
make him comfortable or try to do it better or just, you know, be like, okay, let me just take a consideration. Hey, he, I'm just hypothetically speaking, um, he wants me to take my shoes off when I get in the house. You know, just little stuff. And I mean, you learn to give and take in relationships. So as I'm getting older, I'm learning to give and take and not always be about what I want, what I want, what I want, and being headstrong about that. Right. I'm starting to be understanding and try to give and take in relationship. And I'm hoping that we can both improve um, for whatever he likes that I do and vice versa. I fucking hate motivational people. I talk about it on the show all the time. They bug the shit out of me, you know, when they're like, love yourself and you'll, you know, you can conquer the world like bullshit. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to say something quite motivational for once. And I really don't even recognize myself at this point. I think that, you know, we have that in common. We know exactly what we want and you kind of have standards that you've set for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that you should be ashamed. Lord. Or, yeah. yeah. You, sh- you shouldn't be ashamed and you shouldn't be sorry for having those standards. You yeah. know, and everybody have standards. Believe yeah. it or not. <laughs> but you, you feel I, I feel like you have more standards than the average person, which is <laughs> which is me a hundred percent as well. I have way more standards than the average person. And it just means that, you know, when you say I can't date, I'm finding it hard to date, I just think that you just haven't found the right person right now. And when you have, you know, higher standards, it's going to take a little bit longer because you have mm-hmm. to filter out a lot of assholes and a lot of trash before yeah. you find, you know, the person that matches all of those standards. Mm-hmm. But um, it just means that you'll find a better person and you won't have to mold yourself. You'll just find exactly. someone ideal. That's how, that's kind of how I see it based off of what you've told me. Well, and it's honest and that's true. You know, that's exactly, you nailed it. That was it on the money. You know, I'm on the same boat. You know, I really want to get married. Am I desperate for a husband? Am I going to start lowering my standards so I can land the husband? Fuck no, not doing that's that. Feel. I've exactly. broken up with really handsome guys, really successful dudes, really like popular guys because they do not match my standards and they can go fuck themselves. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. I just need the um the potion for Cameron. <laughs> I think everybody wants the potion and make their own Cameron. Yeah, but see, if you want my honest opinion, like I do think that Lauren and Cameron have a very special, amazing relationship. And correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like you're the same too. I just need someone a little bit more alpha than Cameron. He's too soft. That's so funny you say that. Why? <laughs> I think, well, I think he's a really good guy. I do. And I think he's perfect for Lauren. But I see I see why you would come and say that. Why, why do you think he's not an alpha? For Lauren, he's perfect, 100%. And I do think that like they have this very perfect couple thing going on. But I'm very imperfect and I need someone who can check me. And I feel like (laughs) if I dated someone like Cameron, I would be wearing the pants and I need a guy who wears the pants. I agree. I did want to mention that whole thing with that question about asking him if he can see himself with a man woman because I think people forget to see that part. Like he said in the beginning that he only wants to be with a man. I mean, I'm sorry, a woman. And then now he's telling the world that it doesn't matter it's gonna be both so it's just something that people need to literally see and look and like wow you know you're right he did say that and he didn't attack me on that with that question what Carlton did, and I was very I I took sides. I'm on your side, which is why you're on the show. Otherwise he'd be on the show. Um right. <laughs> yeah, no, I take sides. I'm not a neutral bit. He said the thing that people cannot disagree with. He said to you I didn't want to tell you that I was bisexual because you would have judged me. But 
whatever you say in the pods about yourself, you're going to be judged for. Whether it's right. being bisexual, being vegan, what whatever it is, you're going to be judged. And it, and it yeah. might be the right fit for someone. So he said the thing that put him in the position of I'm the victim, right? Yes. And yeah. the truth is you were the victim because you were lied to. I saw this when I was watching the show, Hands On. I heard him say, you know, I want to be with a woman. There's something about women that brings nurturing. And I know I want a wife and I want a kid. He said that, period. But then now it's like he's saying something totally different. It's like I can't keep up. I don't understand which one it is. If that was the case, he should have just said, hey, I'm bisexual. It doesn't matter that I want to be a man or a woman. I'm taking the leap right now to try to be with a woman versus saying I only want to be with a woman. He said that. And that's what's really going me is that, wow, people don't even see that he said that. I completely agree with you. Guys, get it together. We're not fucking stupid. It's going to come out sooner or later. And when? then it was like certain points, like, I'm sorry to keep going, but no, it was, sorry, no, 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 no. was at the pool and he was saying that, you know, um, I never had nobody respond the way that you have, you know, how you're reacting. And I'm just like, okay. But then at the same time, he said he didn't want to tell me because he was scared of my reaction. But I'm like, but, at the, but you just said that you never really had this problem before. You know, like it was back and forth. Like, it's, I don't think he understand what he was saying. I don't know if that even ever happened to him, to be perfectly honest with you, because based on what the things that he was saying. Well, also, he was saying that he's never had anyone react the way you reacted, but have you ever been in a situation where you're dating and getting engaged in pods? No, this no. is a completely different situation. Obviously, the reaction was going to be different. Yeah, of course. I mean, but he was um, trying to make it seem like I'm the only person that had reacted that type of way and made a big deal or something like that. But then at the same time, he was saying that you know, this had never, you know, that he's he afraid scared. of being judged. So he was scared obviously, of being judged because in yeah. his past, that's what he said, because in his past, he had to deal with something like that before. But yet he's telling me at the same time is that I'm the only person that ever had reacted this type of way or kind of got yeah. like, was curious. He so was trying so to shame you. Again. He's trying it's to just, shame you for your reaction yeah, exactly. when he had I'm that so reaction confused. before. Yeah. Now it's like, which one is it? Have someone, have you, have you told Tell somebody this or have you not? Like it's still that back and forth thing, which I'm confused about about that, as well as the whole thing when you're saying that you're bisexual and you only want to be a woman, but yet now you're saying that you're wanting to go on a show, date men and women. So I'm so confused and I'm I'm trying to figure out answers just as everybody else. This goes to show, guys. Don't fucking lie. We don't know. Lie. And That's you really felt something is. was off. You felt something was off. Yeah. It's From late. the beginning. Okay. I did. I felt it, but I was thinking maybe I was self-sabotaging and was trying to like get all in my head because I do that a lot too when I'm dating yeah. someone and like, I try to find like, not that I'm perfectly trying to find something wrong, but you, you know that you just be like, Okay, uh uh-uh. uh, no, no, you know, you just try to just make it well, up. Well, no, 100%. When you meet someone yeah. perfect, you're like, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right, exactly. <laughs> and by the way, clarifying for the listeners, what we are saying is wrong with him was not that he was bisexual, is that he lied. No. Clarifying. It's a lie, yeah. You it's don't lie to somebody lie. about something, because then that makes you feel like you're going to lie about something like that. What else are you going to lie about in the future? 100%. You know what I'm saying? And people argue back and forth that that wasn't a lie. A mission of the truth is a lie. See, we're having a, a revisit of that whole scene, and I feel you too. <laughs> Uh, no, but you know, I'm so glad that I we got all the information because these are really important parts of dating that a lot of people, you know, don't necessarily understand. And by watching this show and also listening to this episode, 
they will be able to, you know, take it with them on their journey, their, their dating journey. And I hope it helps someone. Yeah. Not that I'm trying yeah. to be motivational or anything because fuck that. Anyway, Diamond, it was such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being so open, so great answering all my questions. Can you tell everyone where they can find you, your Instagram, your YouTube channel, if you already have one, anything you want to plug? Yeah. Okay. So my Instagram is I am underscore Diamond Jack. That's pretty much my all my social media if you're trying to find me. So I am underscore Diamond Jack. My YouTube channel, just follow me on Instagram because I haven't announced it yet, but I will be announcing sometime hopefully this week or next week. But it was, it's going to be the vegan babe. <laughs> Amazing. So what can we expect? Cooking tutorial vlogs? What's yes. it going to be? Everything vegan, but yes, cooking uh, tutorials, me to explain you where to get certain things at. If, if you're trying to convert to being vegan but just don't understand it or just don't know what to cook or how we eat well come to my channel thank you so much for listening to the you can't say with me podcast just a quick reminder rate and review the show on apple Podcasts. it is the most helpful and supportive thing you can do for this show also if you would like to engage in the conversation yourself you're welcome to request to join the secret facebook group it's called you can't sit with me don't forget to look for it but all really annoying and thirsty plugs aside hope you enjoy this episode